Quantum Die, an original D&D podcast driven by me, Carla Harris, the GM. And I have some amazing players at the table with me, and they're going to very quickly introduce themselves in case you haven't listened to our previous two episodes, starting with Kut. Hi, I'm Kut. I'm playing Raindrin, a.k.a. Rain. I'm Kirsten, and I play Oriel. Hi, I'm Nicole, and I play Darby. And I'm Wednesday, and I play Zantalarian. And to give you a recap, in case you didn't listen to the two previous episodes, um, which I am shaming you from afar, you don't get XP for that. (laughs) Tafi will give a recap of what happened in the last episode from her perspective. His perspective. Damn it, I'm sorry, Darby, my bad. Assuming gender. Apologies not not accepted. In the previous episode, Darby kicked some ass, some half-orc ass. I'm not allowed to say ass. Some half-orc behind. Got into a bit of a row with Oriel, but only because she, he didn't want to hurt her. Now we're off to find all the men in Lissertown. That is a very accurate recreation of what happened. If you'd like a more in-depth one, please do listen to the episode. Let's roll. So, Biggin is walking, heading towards the apothecary, um, possibly to get a healing potion of some kind, as, as they had just taken a, a flame bolt to the chest, which was quite, quite damaging. Um, you're pretty sure it's going to leave a lovely scar. On, in between her breasts and um, the horses are slightly further away from the tavern and they are blowing offensive horse raspberries at <laughs> Oriole who is also blowing raspberries at the horses as Rain and Santalarian stand outside and are watching this uh, well old man um, I guess you could call that floating in some cultures um Maybe a little less on the fireball, a little more on the, hey, honey, come over. Look, you don't know what it's like, okay? Everyone is always picking on me and making fun of me. It's not nice. Says the large yet scrawny pop orc. <laughs> That's in the past. You're a hero now. We are going to save all the men in this town. Um, roll perception for me, Rain. <laughs> 17. You hear the the bar door, the tavern door just behind you, squeak slightly open, and you're pretty sure you hear the sound of a bowl next to the door. <laughs> a damn potato bowl. As, as someone is, like, trying to peep out, but without opening the door fully. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies, they, there's no show here. You missed it, I think. Um. Um, then you hear the door close, like, all right guys can we please stop trying to kill each other we need to get going on this mission should we follow her down the road maybe i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) she runs so she runs off to begin as begin approaches the apothecary hey wait wait we're coming with begin's not walking very fast she does seem quite hurt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as um as she heads into the apothecary, uh Oriel's gonna head in as well. Mm-hmm. And Zantalarin is gonna stand outside the apothecary and pose. 
Can yes. please describe this pose? Yes. <laughs> this pose, well, Zantalaren is standing against the wall so that he's leaning on his shoulders, but slightly tilted to the side so that his one leg is, he's balancing on one leg, so he's got one leg out, um, while the other leg is up against the wall. And he's got his hood on because he's being mysterious and super cool at the same time. Okay. And if he had a cigarette, he would be smoking it in a James Dean kind of fashion. But he does not smoke because how can you maintain a physique like this as a smoker? And with that health and public safety announcement, <laughs> um, as the woman, uh, as any random woman passes by, she does do a double take, looks at Santalaren and, and hurries along afterwards. Okay, what is Darby doing and Rain? Darby goes and stands in front of Zan, so no woman can see him. Um, so as Darby stands in front of, of, of Zan, uh, Darby being a very tall orc manages to cover the most of your body, so past your hair, except the fact that he's very scrawny and gangly means that the sides of your pecs and, and your, the broadness of your shoulders is still, is still portraying to the rest of the town. Why you gotta be so hot? <laughs> what is Rain doing? This is a joke. So Rain just, she goes, she whistles for her horses because hopefully because they're her horses, they'll listen to her. Yeah, roll animal handling for me. 15. They totally come. They're like, they come and they, as they are t- turning around, they're like, <laughs> trying to blow those raspberries, but then they see you and then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they stop blowing the raspberries and, and trot towards you. Okay. So um, she... Well, she tries to start kind of preparing the horses to get going. Cool. So you're going to give them a bit of brush, feed them a bit, mm-hmm. give them some water. There is a stable nearby. You can. Oh, get, okay. Um, so she walks them. She walks them to the stable. Um, is there a stable hand at the stable? There's no one at the stable. There's no one. Oh, because the stable hand has gone missing. So she walks them to the stable, gets some hay for them to eat, and yeah, water you know them. the stable hand from your your um, mini travels here. So. Uh, he won't mind if you leave him some gold, which you can choose to do or not do. I shall not do, because I'm about to save his life. <laughs> Cheeky. Hero for hire. Hero for hire. <laughs> All right. And then, so, or else just you are going into the apothecary with um, Biggin. Yes, I am. And she, she walks in, she's like, I can help. I, I know these things. And then you see peering from behind the counter a woman who leans around Biggin, who was standing right at the counter, and looks at you and says, Are you trying to take my business? No. Well, no. are you here to buy anything? <laughs> Maybe, depending on what you have. Ah, a, a very discerning customer I see. All right, uh, begin if you if you'd move aside, and then begin looks at uh, the apothecary and says, "She's with me." And then the apothecary like, uh, like her face saddens, and she's like, oh, "I guess it'll be the healing potions then, won't it?" And she goes and digs down and blows some dust off them because you can see this is not an adventuring <laughs> town. And she blows some dust off them. Um, 
you can see the shop, it's a relatively small apothecary. It's weirdly um, well stocked in, in herbs and um, the accoutrement for making it and like vegetables. This town, you know, Lucifer is actually one of the biggest hubs for um, supplying vegetables and maize and wheat to, to the other towns and to the main town. Um, so they're very well stocked with that. Um, but it looks like most of the products are made to order. So you'd have to ask for them. Although you do see on one shelf something that, um, that reads vaguely uh, in the town slang. It reads vaguely uh, sexy times <laughs> in a bottle. <laughs> There's quite a lot of those. Let's say sexy times. Well, in, in the town <laughs> slang, so it's like um, leg over fun. <laughs> she, she then goes, one second, and then pokes her head out the door and she's like, Zen. I think there's potions in here for you. What, like hair oil? <laughs> My hair's looking a little dull today. Uh, why don't you come in and see? Okay, are you paying? I don't know. <laughs> As more characters reject their sheet to realise, do we have money? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm paying. <laughs> okay, she does have money. Ah, excellent. She, she takes them by the hand and drags them into the shop. Okay. Oh, and you, she's like, uh, so she takes out another stack of um, healing potions that she found underneath. <laughs> this one is even more dusty than the first. <laughs> and she, as she tries to blow it off and she's like, I'm sure they're still good. <laughs> no, no, I want to show him those ones. Oh, her eyes light up. She's like, we are very well known for those. Those are for the men who um, are not as strong as they used to be and need some power behind their stroke. Let me show you. And she takes one off and opens a bottle. It smells of, of blueberries and, and a vague, the vaguest hint of, if you have a very fine nose, of manure. <laughs> And she's like, yes, this is, um, this will absolutely help your, your, um, uh, love life. And Biggin is looking at you and looking at the potion and she's like, uh, not strong. No like no more. <laughs> and she goes back and she's looking at the healing potions. Oriel, uh, if we weren't related, I would feel rather insulted. But uh, one never knows when one might need something like this. So how's about you buy me a couple of bottles and uh, you hang on to it for me, thanks. And then the, the saleswoman looks at you and she's like, I don't judge. Incest is best. Oh my gosh. Um, so how many bottles? How many of the leg over, leg over fun times. How many would you? Two? Okay, two please. And then at one of your boxes of healing potion, please. You want a box of healing potions? Well, how many are in a box? Twelve. Okay, so like half a box of healing potions. So half a box of healing potions. Um, so she uh, takes the one that she, the, the last one she pulled out. Mm. She does, she starts removing them. She looks at you. And she looks at Biggin and she looks at Zant and she's like, okay. She's like, you know what? For you, 
I'm going to give you the best price you have ever found in your life. So for six bottles of the healing potion and two of leg over 60 times, which I normally sell for 10 gold pieces a bottle, I will give you, as the discerning customer you are, <laughs> I will give you the whole lot for 23 gold pieces. I have 15. Roll persuasion. <laughs> she with looks at her with her big eyes. With advantage, she rolled very badly. <laughs> Good fail. Okay, um, well. 15 plus. Good thing you had advantage. 15 plus 6 is 21. She seems like that is a great deal. She's going to give it all to you for 15. <laughs> Yay, thank you. As you take six, um, uh, six healing potions and... Um, one, two, two. leg over fun times. I'm just going to call them six tempers. <laughs> Began, uh, Began uh, takes uh, the other six. She downs two. And then she looks fine now. <laughs> and she puts the other four in her satchel. All right, we go. Yes. Shut. Lead onward. And as you go, the store woman is like, come again, and waving. She's like, come again. Oh, that was a joke. I don't judge. <laughs> as you leave. As you exit, Darby has been standing against near the wall, leaning as if they were blocking something. But now that thing is gone. And so just standing quite awkwardly near the wall as rain comes down the road with the two horses who look quite sheepish after having blown. <laughs> Horse um, um, okay, can we get going? You, you guys done playing around? Santalaren is going to do a very, like, what you call, exciting mount <laughs> onto this horse. Would you like a sexy time potion? <laughs> to, to mount the <laughs> to horse. <laughs> What's a sexy time potion? We interrupt this programming for somebody's mind who just fell into the gutter with a splash. In any case, he wants to jump on the horse. Fancily. Fancily. Cool, roll for it. <laughs> As Zantalurian tries to ignore the remark about sexy time, he whips his... Uh, his um, shirt behind him as it flicks in the wind. His hair is glistening as he jumps and sails right over the horse to land face first into the dirt. Um, Biggin hoists him up to standing and she says, maybe horse is not good idea. We sneaky now. And then she starts walking down the road at making quite a lot of noise because <laughs> she is quite large. And she's like, chuck, chuck, chuck. Rain cannot stop laughing. She cannot even speak or move because she is dying. Darby's also laughing. Okay. What is Orgon doing? <laughs> she is standing by the horses, not wanting to leave them. Biggin turns around and she shouts. She's like, we going now. You get here. Leave horses in stable. Let's go. And you feel to irritate her more would probably be very bad for all of you. No, Darby. 
She walks sulking towards... Maybe especially Darby. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Darby starts following her. Darby is following her. She's waiting. Zantalaren has picked himself up from that disappointment and is feeling all chipper and optimistic about life again. <laughs> <laughs> he gets knocked down, but he gets up again. Nothing's going to keep him down. <laughs> Rain pulls herself together. She quickly takes the horses to the stable. Okay. And then... Uh, which you now know, if the stable hand comes back, he's going to expect gold because the horses were in the stable. Which you may choose to leave or not leave. Which he will not get because I'm still saving his life. <laughs> um, okay, and then runs back and starts to follow everyone else. Cool. And Oriel? Was... She's sulking and walking behind the half-folk lady. Parting is such sweet sorrow. <laughs> as, as they walk... Um, She's heading back the way you came. So the way you entered into the town, she's heading almost back to Rustran, the direction. So she says, when we looked for the other party, we, we headed towards fields and fog came up and then men were gone. So we try sneak, so fog not find us. And then she crouches, and so now she's probably head height with, with, with the half-elves, and she crouches. She's like, we go quiet. Were you there the last time that the, wind, that the men went missing? Yes. Fog came, men gone. How many men are missing? Stable man. Paul. Paul. Uh, Carassus, friend. Rain, you know that probably, but having been in this town a couple of times, there's probably about, if, if you include even the young boys, there's probably about 20, 20 of them. Stable, ma- uh, uh, stable man's dad. Um, wait, 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 wait. Okay, there's just a lot of them missing. Just, there's a lot missing, okay? Yeah. Um. Okay, before we continue though, can um lady Biggin. Thanks, Biggin. Those handcuffs, we're gonna need them now, and you guys, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all gonna maybe have to get handcuffed, okay? Back does, does anyone else are there any more handcuffs? Ones for Darby? Okay, Give does anyone else have a dungeon in your mind? When Um I have a question. Could we not use rope? It is more my style. You could use rope. I have an explorer's pack. You would have rope in there. Yes. All right. Okay. So all the guys need to be tied to us girls. Okay. So whether that's you, lady. <laughs> so Vegan takes half the, the binders. Okay. Or me or Oriel. Okay. Just. Darby which Vegan now approaches Darby with. Hell no. <laughs> to try and, oh, hell no. <laughs> to try and. Um, Attach herself to Darby. She's like, I'll, I'll protect you. And then are you, she cuffs one side to her wrist. Darby accepts. And she cuffs the other two. Um, Darby will be on her uh, right because she is left-handed. Is how she wields her, her sword. So Darby is attached to big and little, the hovel. Okay. I also have rope as well. Okay, so okay. so what are you guys going to do? You're going to have to tell me. I'm going to tie it to Zantalarian. Cool. And Rain, you're not going to be tied to anybody? 
Rain, you should come with us. We can protect you. Mm, I'm okay. I don't think it's a good idea for me to be tied to anyone. Well, we don't want to lose you. And then Bigot looks and she's like, yes, good idea. Just me and him tied. But I'm a girl, guys. (laughs) Yes, they don't want you. Okay, so. (laughs) You better come with us. Well, I don't think intimidate her. I think just like persuade. Yeah, like you, persuade. Like be like, listen, dude, help a brother uh, out. Uh, <laughs> can, you can roll persuasion for me. We'll see. Uh, roll insight for me, uh, Rain. Oh. Twenty-two. If your insight is not eleven. Hey, look, I mean, it does seem like a legitimate plan. And Dobby, Dobby, you do want to protect Dobby. Shame. He is, he is scrawny for a half orc. So maybe you should attach yourself to the other side of Dobby. It seems like a good idea. Um, maybe not his hand. Yeah. Because um, you've got rope, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, all right then, fine. But waist to waist, because we both need our hands. Right? So basically you tie... So she takes Darby's Deal. rope. I'll take anything. <laughs> Give me the rope, Darby. Gestures <laughs> <laughs> towards them. Um, so she ties the rope around Darby's waist and then the other end around her waist. With some gap in between. Yes, of course. Okay. Some. No, together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confirming. Hip to she hip. Goes, goes, <laughs> she is now a backpack. <laughs> no, I'm confirming because this is how J- game masters and players mm. get confused. Because mm-hmm. then I'm like, and then you guys are both get hit by the thing. And you're like, no, 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 I was actually five feet away. I'm like, where you go? Where you go? Okay, so there is, there is some space. Between okay. us. I mean, we can stand close to each other if we want to, but there is... So there's slack in the Some rope. slack yeah. in the rope, yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, Oriol and I will go the same way. Also waist, waist to, to waist. With some slack. With mm-hmm. slack, definitely. Okay. Begin seems quite happy to be wrist to wrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As she crouches... <laughs> and like a, a three-legged race of hands <laughs> <laughs> and starts to uh, head out of town um, Rain, you know that town the field that she mentioned is probably like a ten-minute walk away mm-hmm. so, I mean, it would be long to sneak at this pace <laughs> for ten minutes away and it is um, also about four in the afternoon, so the sun is still relatively shining, and you're unsure how well sneaking a, a half orc tied to another half orc tied to a dwarf with two half elves tied together is going to work. Um, so, lady, Miss Biggin, is that her name? And she turns to you and she goes, Shh! We're- yes! We're ten minutes away. Can we not do this crouch? I don't know. What do you call it? Secret walk. <laughs> what do you call it? Um, when when we get there, like I feel like we could probably run there for now. Yes, best idea. Get men first, and then everyone roll perception for me. Oh, really? Sorry. <laughs> Eighteen. Sixteen. Nine. So uh, the two men here in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> you two hear nothing. 
an extra. As you hear, as the men hear the wailing of the distraught Sarah, as she, as she yearns for her Paul. You see, Darby, we will be heroes after this day. I agree. Okay, so you're all going to start progressing towards. All right, as you go, you um, get about seven minutes into the walk, so you're probably uh, 250 feet from where you know the field is. Um, are you going to do anything? Guys, I think we should be quiet. Yes! <laughs> Megan, don't talk so loud. <laughs> Shh! <laughs> Shh! Says Megan. Shut up! Says Rain. Okay, I'm going to tug on the rope that's connecting Oral and I. Mm-hmm. Um... So that she follows me, I want to like um, go in stealthily, okay. like head towards the field, like ahead of the others. Well, um, so you are walking on a road, so the mm. road is quite well traveled because it's mm. between you. But on the sides there is um, some like brush and field, so you you could relatively, if you stayed quite low, you could you could be quite sneaky. Yeah, it's just because I want to get a look to see if I can spot anything or. Yeah, and I mean, it is now going to, it's it's getting to about dusk, so your chances are higher, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we go uh, in bush, other side. Wait. And then she, she crouches even more, and now she is just <laughs> under Darby's shoulders, but like, she is bent <laughs> over. Like, she is really, cr- like, trying to crouch as much as she can. <laughs> She's really trying to assist you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait here, and we'll go ahead. Um, I don't on. think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're a good idea. I don't think you're a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You hear in the back of your mind, <laughs> someone take you out a potato. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, wait, hold on. Begin. Which way were you guys heading when all the guys disappeared? We were walking to field just like now, but in field, uh, mist came nowhere from nowhere. Mist fog. Okay. And last maybe 10, 10 minutes and men gone in fog. We, we hear, yes, yes, we heard, we heard, um, uh, sounds. Okay. Should we walk towards where the fog was? I mean, that's what we need to... Is that not what we need to be investigating, towards the fog? Yes, we're walking towards fog. Fog is uh, over... over. She points just, like, over a little hill. It's not really a hill. It just means you can't see past mm. it, past okay. the horizon. But she's like, uh, to Cornfield, Maysfield. Okay. Xantelarian, mm. man of action as he is... <laughs> Um, has untied the rope from around his waist and has snuck off to get ahead to see what is going on in this field. Roll stealth for me. You can hear the village children, the girls playing, uh, raucously because, you know, that's what they do. That was a critical fail. Zatilarian attempts to loosen the rope while everyone is talking to Biggin. As he does so, he manages to loosen the rope which he steps on as he tries to turn away and rolls and lands in the bush 
on the biggest piles of dried leaves, which he no one had noticed, but was there. <laughs> and he's... What the hell were you trying to do? It serves you right, actually, because you should not... Sorry. B, <laughs> you should not be trying to sneak off on your own. You're going to disappear. Rain, as an elf, one needs to get closer to nature. And he starts flicking <laughs> leaves out of his head. And then Biggin um, pulls Darby slightly closer to, to her. And she's like, you can see she's smiling quite smugly. Like, yes, I made best choice. <laughs> Oriel goes with the, with the rope. She's like, not without me. <laughs> Okay. But then, like, tries to, to get his waist and gets his, one of his arms involved as well. Okay. <laughs> so as you um, tie it around, you manage to get one of his uh, arms in, and then you tie the knot, and as you step away, he moves his arm, and the, the rope falls oh. like a lasso uh, circle around his feet, which... I step over the lasso. <laughs> step out of the lasso. Step out of it and say, yes, onward, let's go. Vicken is, is crouched over and starts walking, uh, which she'll pull you guys unless you resist. No, no right. don't resist. So don't resist. she's crouched over and she's heading sort of into the brush, but um, the half-elves can see that even with her crouched over, you can still see probably from her breastplate up to her her head. Well, Darby has a plan because Darby has a spell, an invisibility spell. Is Darby saying this to everyone? Or is Darby Darby's thinking about the plan first okay. before he mentions it. All right. That he has an invisibility spell. Okay. But Darby I have to look up an invisibility spell, don't I? But Darby remembers that it probably is only going to be able to cover one, one person. person. And it should probably be the big lady. But he's not a man, so never mind. Okay. Darby's still thinking. So Darby's thinking, I could help, but I'm not going to. So <laughs> who knows what comes in future. Good job, Darby. Sent, 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 sent. Y- yes. Please at least just hold my hand. I don't want you to disappear. Not this again. Please. <laughs> and she looks at him with like her huge eyes. It is a weakness to be a man such as I who cannot resist <laughs> the gaze of a woman in need. And he takes her hand and marches her towards the field. <laughs> okay, are you going? also going to the same side or are you going up the road or are you going in the road? No, t- I'm following... Okay, so you Wait, join them fighting. on the side. I'm following this sort of ninja, not ninja crouching that's happening. <laughs> right, is anyone else going to do anything as we progress upwards? Look. Okay, you're going to... Yeah, she's, she's looking very intently mm. at to anything that might take her cousin. Mm. Okay. I'm going to try this out. Uh, no, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. So Rain also has a plan, which she's we, not yeah. going to share with Yeah, Rain's got a plan, but on the she's going to keep it to herself. <laughs> All right, um, as you progress towards the field, uh, Oriel, who's keeping a keen eye out, uh, you don't see anything untoward the field. Um, you do see that portions of the field have been trampled, um, almost like... Something where so they're all leading in one direction, like all the stalks, 
almost as if something was dragged in that direction. Um, and it's so if you're on the left and uh, Ristrin is in front of you to the north, the the drag marks are heading towards the east, west. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> heading towards the west. So away from the road and away from Ristrin and Lysithin, the two towns. But other than that, it's it's a field of corn. Some of the corn is ready to be picked. Some she of it looks over ready. So like it should have been picked oh, about really? a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. I could make some good moonshine with this corn. <laughs> what is moonshine actually made out of? Because um, I thought the potatoes were for the moonshine, and now the corn is for the moonshine. Can you guys stop talking nonsense? We have to find... No, that was an out-of-game well, actual question. Oh, I was like, I was like <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Ray's going to say it's yeah. a trade secret. So yeah. I say it's made it's out of. Uh, what, moonshine? I think you can make alcohol with corn, but I'm yeah. not sure exactly mm. what moonshine. I'll look it up, what mm. moonshine is made it's, it's maize or potatoes, but considering mm. moonshine is probably a, an Americanism, mm. it would probably be maize, actually. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, they make vodka out of potatoes, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fun fact for the day. That's for you. That's science, and we didn't even Google it. That's mind science. It's from our minds. All right, so as you so you see that in the sand, it looks like someone was dragged here. Look at the corn; it's been funny. You look. You see that it does indeed. Like anyone with any any kind of skill can see that the. The stalks are pointing to the to the north, south, east, west, west. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. So Zantalarian, um, starts turning in that direction, mm -hmm. pulling Oriol along with him, and then he does um like a signal for the others to follow, forgetting that uh, he's the only one who probably knows his own hand signals. Uh. So the <laughs> Biggin sees a, a hand gesture. <laughs> And sees the stalks bent, and uh, she says, "Wasn't like this uh, before fog came." Was it like it after? She looks at you. <laughs> she says, "Now is after, so yes." <laughs> she looks up, and she's making calculations in her head. Um, uh, uh, Biggin says. We didn't notice because it was nighttime and many of the other women were scared. So we head back to village. I think we should follow the trail, guys. You look, if you were to follow the trail, um, the field does continue for about 10 feet. Uh, but if you walked on the path that was um, smooshed, it's easy going. You can see through to the other that there's a field and a bit of a hill. Okay, let's head let's off go. in that direction. Quickly, because light is fading. Light is fading, indeed. As you start heading towards um, the... Heading out of the field, um, are you guys doing anything in particular? I think we should run. You're going you're gonna to run? I think we should. Yeah. Light is... It's getting dark, guys. Let's... All right, as you start running, the sound of all your, of everyone's uh, armor and swords and chainmail clinking is, is quite a racket. And um, everyone roll perception for me. 
Not even. 19. 17. 17. Um, so Biggin continues running um, and Zantalaren continues running, um, holding Oriel's hand. As the, th- the three of you, so Darby, Oriel, and Rain, see ever so slightly coming from the ground uh, a mist starting to form where towards where they're running. Guys, there's fog. Guys, there's fog. Shh. Stop. Guys, everyone stop. Uh, Begin stops. Everybody huddle. Well, if she stops, I will have stopped because I'm yeah. holding yeah, her hand. Right. Everybody huddle. Yeah. As you close in, uh, everyone can see now that the, the mist is rising. It's probably about ankle height, but it is also thickening. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, Rain wants to use her divine sense. Mm-hmm. How does that work? You tell me, Paladin. <laughs> she wants this um, sense of... Go to the player's handbook. Well, Darby's sense. thinking in his head in the meantime. Oh, and <laughs> what is Darby thinking? Darby has a spell called Mirror Image. Mm-hmm. What she's thinking of maybe using to create a mirror effect. I think that's what it does. That is what it does. Um, as Darby's thinking this, uh, it makes a replica of yourself. Um... You might think... Uh, roll inside for me. Five. No, it seems like a good idea. I mean, you can make an exact replica of, of yourself and people won't know which one is you. Can I, can I make an exact replica of all of us or is it just one It person? would only be of yourself at this moment. Sounds... Yeah. Darby's oh. wanting to do that. So, Are guys... It, it also only lasts... Um, at your spell level, probably only last maximum two minutes. So are you going to prep that spell in your mind? I'm prepping it for now. Okay, you're prepping that spell in your mind. Cool. Okay, so I, I use my divine, divine sense to sense for good or evil. and It basically detects all celestial fiends or undead within 60 feet of her. There's, uh, there's no undead. And uh, no celestial beings near you. You do sense that the, f- the fog is not natural. Uh, but, I mean, you could tell from the fact that it just rose from the ground. <laughs> but uh, you sense that it's not natural, but the fog itself is not malevolent. Okay. The fog is um, starting to gain speed and it's rising. And it, it's almost starting to look like a wall that's rising and coming towards you. Hey, Oriel, what kind of sorcery is this? I would like to find out. Okay, roll. 19. 19. Um, you, many majors can cast like a um, fog cloud and um, many sorcerers or so on, anyone who can use magic. It's very low level spell. Um, however, the person who cast this, if, if you're assuming it was a person, um, is highly skilled because the the wall is thick like you can see if that wall were to cover you you couldn't see past your own hand in that and it's also to have it contained in such a directed fashion this this person is extremely skilled at casting this um but other than that it's fog cloud. You. I just know it's magic, but the person who must or thing that must be casting it is really, really good. 
You don't know if it's male or female. I think you would know that, Anthony. The fog cloud is probably five feet away from me, crouching the, f- the first set, which would be Oral and Zantelaren. Just make sure you don't let go, okay? Not letting go. Okay. Um, Rain is like, Darby, give me your hand. Okay, so you are tied at the waist and also holding no, Darby's yeah. hand. Vigen is also holding Darby's hand, like bending her wrist to try and grab it. <clears throat> At the cuff as well, which the binders do have a little bit of like gap between them. So her fingers are like just trying to grasp Darby's fingers. And she's like, watch the men. Here here it comes. Darby has um, a dark vision thing. Yes, yeah. So... I think he wants to use that in the mist. So, um, Darby, uh, your dark vision is something that's just a natural ability. So okay. you don't have to use it, cast it. Um, the mist is very thick. So it's not that it's dark. It's that it's um, just misty, foggy. So it's hard to define. So that's all you're going to do. You're going to wait for the fog wait. cloud to hit you. Listen. Okay. So you, it, Rolling perception. So as you roll perception for me, everyone. Nine. Eighteen. Eighteen. Twelve. Not na- not natural twenty. Okay. So Darby and Rain, um, here as the f- as the fog cloud starts to approach them, they they hear what they think is a hum, but it seems to be coming from the other side of the cloud. Um, everyone else, you hear the, the sound of animals settling down for, for dusk. But as the fog cloud touches you, the sounds go silent. As, as this fog cloud rolls over you, you can now only see up to the tips of your hands. So you are even struggling to see Zantelarian's hand as you hold it. You, you can see his hand, but you can't see his wrist or the things attached and vice versa. Um, and when the fog cloud hits the other three, very similar things. So um, Biggin can see the binding around her wrist and can see her hand. Um, and she can make out maybe Darby's hand. So that's the amount of visibility you have. It's very little. It's very low. Vladdy's love, protect us, please. Okay, roll your, roll your religious check. So what I have done is I have stolen a, a house rule from my friend, um, the great game master guy. Uh, he lets, if people make religious uh, supplications or pray to their gods, they can roll a percentile. And if they get a certain percentile, something from their god may or may not happen. Possibly. Who knows? Okay. So roll percentile for me and tell me what you got. 23. <laughs> At 23, uh, you feel bolstered that, you know, it's going to be okay. Vladislav will protect you. Okay. And that's how you feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is deathly quiet inside the mist. What are you going to do? You, you recall from when you were walking, it is quite a flattish walk. There weren't any obstructions. If you were to continue on your path, there was nothing there. 
before the mist arrived. Do you guys want to walk forward? I think we should run forward. Uh, everyone roll perception for me. Run forward. 17. <clears throat> That's a crit fail. 11. 11. Um, as you guys, uh, as Rain says, we should run forward. Um, everyone over... Sorry, what did you get? 11. 11? 11. 11? 17. 17. Zantanarian feels something brush his hand. That's but not but Oriel jerks had had jerked him close to her while she was like trying to mm. see what was happening. So you're not a hundred percent sure if you felt the brush sand from Oriel jerking you closer. Biggin says I I agree, we, we should run. Me too. Okay, let's go. Everyone's going to run? Okay, please roll acrobatics for me. 13. Everyone who's tied to someone else with a disadvantage. So you roll. Are we tied together? You're yes. all tied together. No, we're holding longer. hands, though. Does that count? Hmm? We're holding hands. Does that count? No, because you have more maneuverability oh. when you're holding hands. Okay. Because so you can guide them more easily. Okay. Sorry. When you roll disadvantage, do just Amina roll again? Roll you roll tough. again, and then you pick the... You have to take the lowest The lowest. Uh, critical uh, fail. Okay. Unnatural 20. Uh, okay. 12. Right. 11. Okay, so Oriol and uh, Zant begin to run forward, and they were in the front of the pack. Um, as they, they've probably made 10 feet, <coughs> and it seems to be going okay, you know, you're unsure, but it's... Your run has slowed. The fog almost feels like it's thickened. So your run has slowed, but you guys are progressing forward. Um, Rain and Biggin and uh, Darby, as Rain says, we should run. Rain attempts to run before the other two were ready and gets jerked on the rope to land on her back as Darby um, also attempts to go forward and Biggin pulls the the um, handcuffs back and Darby and Biggin also fall prone. Are you guys okay? Yeah. Come, hold my hand. Uh, and then uh, Biggin's like, okay. And she she searches with her other hand for, for your hand, which she grabs. Um, please roll survival for me. Everyone uh, or just them? Just Rain and uh, okay. Oriel and Biggin. Oh, I'm not rolling then. 18. Oh, sorry. Dobby. Oh. I meant Dobby. 18? 18. 13. 13. Okay, so from on your back, um, you th- like you know which way to go because you're like, okay, so I fell on my back, so my face was facing where we were trying to go. But it actually seems, although it seems very logical and you're correct, you're like, we'll just stand up and carry on the way we were going. It does seem like, you could have easily gotten lost if you if if you hadn't thought about it so logically. So you know that the way to go is to stand up and continue in the in the path you were you were heading on. All right, all the male characters, please roll perception for me. Fourteen. <laughs> Ten. All right, Darby, you feel something brush your other wrist. That's not attached to to Biggin. Um, and Zant, you s- 
you see a part in the in the mist slightly to your right where the mist appears to be lesser and and thinner so you you can actually see like something shadowy there could be a tree could be who knows you you can see that and you also feel like a waft of the fog passing across your back and it almost felt like the waft was heading that way um can i try sneak attack on whatever that so you're shape just going is to reach out to the shape in the like head towards head towards yeah okay so you're gonna sneakily try and head towards it mm. okay and for that please everyone roll initiative for me 17 okay so uh Zant is on 17 15 Oriel is on 15 12 Darby is on 12 um unnatural 20 Rain is on 20. We prepare. And with that, we are going to draw this episode to a close. And soon we will find out what is or isn't in the mist. Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to rate and review us if you enjoyed it. It really helps us a lot. And share it with your friends and whoever else you might like to share it with. A big thank you to Central City Comics who has helped us out with the equipment. Their link is in the description below. Also, a big thank you to Tristan, our producer and sound engineer, for making us sound awesome and fixing all my sound effects, as well as Veed, who makes the amazing music that plays here. Remember, you can follow us on all the socials at Dum Dum Die without a B, so it's just D U M and I lied. It's not all the socials, it's just Twitter and Facebook. So if you're on Instagram, I'm sorry. And if you have any comments, questions, or queries, please email us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, and remember to have the most amazing week of role playing.